Hi, this is Augusta Nielsen, Glam from Wigwam. You're listening to and watching CMS TV. That is Scorpions with Unholy Alliance right here on your classic metal show. And it's been a while since uh, Judd Jakin has taken the uh, the podium or the stand. And uh, so all rise for the uh, the honorable Judge Aiken as he enters the uh, courtroom. And uh, he is going to hand down some rulings that, uh, well, there's some... There's some um, cases that need to be ruled upon. So uh, let's get to it, shall we? Let's go. Everybody take your seats. Let's get started. Is that gum in your mouth, Donnie? No. You have a little crush on me? No. Yeah. I, I, I don't know what I'm supposed to say right now. You know, I've been watching you all year, Donnie. When you hit that shot to beat Fairfield and... You were jumping up and down in your little Larry Bird short shorts and sweating like a jar of pickles in the hot sun. God, that was so hot. Is this really happening? This is happening. It's happening right now in my office. Okay, awesome. So uh, I'm totally in. How do you want to do it? Because I, I made sex before lots of ways. So you want to go straight to hand jobs or eating me out or taking me from behind? I'll teach you. I'm a virgin. All right. All right. Well, Judge Aiken, uh, as you're well aware, over the last, I'm going to say close to a decade now, mm-hmm. it's been common knowledge that, uh, Teachers have been um, having sexual dalliances with uh, their students. It's very unfortunate. And, uh, you know, when you and I were in our younger years, we often wondered, where were these women when (laughs) when we were growing up? But now that we're responsible adults and you are a judge, a steamed judge on the bench of uh, law and order, uh, we have to, you have to rule on these things from a standpoint that these things are just not acceptable in uh, our society and public. I will be the judge of that. As you are, you're Judge Aiken. That's right. All right. I, I need you to uh, look up this one on your docket, Judge. All right. Uh, this this first case uh, is the case of Brittany, B-R-I. T-T-I-N-Y Lopez dash Murray M-U-R-R-A-Y Brittany Lopez Murray Okay Alright, let's see Okay This is going to be an interesting case I can All right. tell A former middle school teacher, drama teacher who was once named the rookie teacher of the year at her school uh, she has been charged with uh, six charges in a Florida courtroom Wednesday 
uh, more than two years after she was arrested for sexually abusing one of her 14-year-old students. Mm. Uh, NBC Miami reports that Brittany Lopez Murray, who is now 33, so I'm going to assume she was 31 two years ago. Okay. Pleaded guilty to all six criminal charges brought against her, including lewd and lascivious battery, lewd and lascivious molestation of a child, and electronic transmission harmful to minors. Lopez Murray was sentenced to house arrest, and she will be required to uh, serve a sentence handed down by Judge Aiken. Uh, she will be sentenced, according to Judge Aiken, the former Hylial uh, Middle School drama teacher who was honored in 2017 with the school's Rookie Teacher of the Year distinction, was arrested in October 2021 after the boy's family became aware of explicit text messages on his phone. Now, how old? Uh, he's 14. Ah, okay. She's how old? She's she was 31 at the time. He was 14. Okay. Okay. One of the concerns discoveries included a long text message where she expressed her feelings toward him and how she felt about him. According to the arrest affidavit, Lopez Murray began abusing the teen who had previously been one of her seventh and eighth grade students shortly after the text message was sent. The teacher and her former student then met up at a local Starbucks for breakfast, and she later sexually abused him while in her Jeep, including she picked him up from basketball practice from his home. The two exchanged texts about how much they enjoyed the sex with each other. The boy's sister then became suspicious about how much time he was spending on his phone and how he was protecting it from others so they couldn't see what he was doing. The sister was able to get the phone and found explicit text messages oh and photos sent between the boy and his uh, then-teacher. The sister then alerted their father <coughs> about the text. The defendant also groomed, enticed, and encouraged the victim to send child pornography images by writing such thing as perfect and Yum, yeah, yeah. yum, <laughs> yum. Right. You got to say it like the kids judge. Yum, exactly. Yum. Uh, so Wednesday's de plea deal was approved by the victim's family. Uh, so uh, that's that's basically what's happening there, Judge. Now, this is an actual difficult case. All right. Well, hang on, there, Judge. Okay. It's time for sentencing from Judge Aiken. All right. Well, you see, Bailiff, here's the thing. My initial thought from seeing this picture was minimal time. I was like, 14 years old, 31. 
That's within the the Judge Aiken reasonable range. <laughs> a, a, a 17-year-old difference? Yeah, that's fine. I mean, how many 14-year-olds were getting any kind of poon? So that's within the Judge Aiken reasonable range. And looking at this girl, all right, she's got Mr. Ed's teeth. And she's got Jimmy Durante's nose. <laughs> okay. But other than that, not terrible. All right. Or so I thought. Upon further investigation there, Bailiff, you will not believe what I found, which changes the case dramatically. All right. Look at this. Look at this recent photo of our person here. <laughs> All right. Can you see that? That's her? That's her. Holy shit. That's Brittany Lopez Murray. She's got a little tiny bit of pressure on her here with this case, and she let herself completely go. She looks like Morticia Adams' retarded sister. <laughs> All right. And I can't forgive that. So I have to give her five years. Wow. So Five the, years. She should have kept herself looking better. <laughs> right. So in two years' time, she just let herself go. I mean, look at that. Look at that compared to what we were looking at. I know. So I can't throw the book at her because at least when the kid was fucking her, he was getting some prime poon. Right. And, of course, she in this picture, even though she's overweight and unattractive, she still has the dick-sucking lips going on. Yeah, she's still got that going on, but um yeah, she looks horrible. All right. She she blew it. This is like somebody coming into court getting all the way to the end, almost, almost getting away with it and then accidentally admitting that they committed the crime. Right, of course. I and mean, look at this. That has to be guilty, right? That's your is, all judge. I am not a judge, I'm just the bailiff. Is there any possible legal way I could let that thing go not guilty? Is there any legal standing that could let me get away with that? Is there anything other than than sentencing for five years that she's supposed to be like on a Weight Watchers program or any kind of a workout schedule? Oh, it's contingent. Oh, yeah? It's definitely contingent. It's contingent on her not looking like a fucking monster on the way out. <laughs> It's going to be a hard, it's like, it's like five years to life is kind of the sentence. 18 to life. Yeah. She'll be having a parole hearing. All right. She better look better than this. All right. Morticia looking cunt. Jesus Christ. Get out of my court. All right. Next up, judge. All right. A South Carolina private Christian school teacher and a mother of two was arrested Wednesday for pressuring a teenage student into having sex and sending him naked pictures. Oh my. This uh this defendant's name is Reagan R E A G A N Anderson. She's Reagan uh, Anderson? Reagan Anderson. She's 27 years old and uh her charges are two counts of sexual battery with a child 17 years of age. How old is she again? She is 27. I'm going to tell you this there, uh, Bailiff. This is a pretty easy judgment. <laughs> 
This is a pretty easy judgment. How, how old was the kid one more time? Uh, seven, a, a child 17 years of age or under. So 15 to 17? 17, maybe 16. So what are we talking about age difference here? We're talking 10 years here, Judge. 10 years? Yes. Yeah. Do you need me to go through the (laughs) histrionics here? I mean, really? Do you want to just you want to just play the little bumper? This I don't even have to discuss. Well, have a uh, let me give you the facts of the case, Judge. Do I, I need them? Look at her. I, I don't know. Maybe maybe some of the facts of the case will influence you. Unless she was unless she was also making him fuck a uh, dog or something. I don't think so. But go ahead. A trusted coach, teacher, and friend that abused our trust and violated her oath as an educator. She has ruined our son's life. The victim's mother blasted Anderson during her Thursday quarter uh, hearing. Uh, He should be 100% focused on being a fun-loving, football-playing young man, but this predator has robbed him of the ability. Uh, No young quarterback or athlete is safe in our community if this woman is free, Judge. She's she's pleading to you. Yeah, I hear her. The Holly Hill Academy teacher allegedly began abusing the 17-year-old in October. The first assault reported took place in a private residence in Holly Hill, a small town 50 miles north of Charleston, followed by a second in the parking lot of a pizza hut in the nearby town of Santee. Um, Okay. Anderson uh, also allegedly sent the teen nude photos on Snapchat. Uh, do we have those for evidence purposes? Should we call it Snapchat? We should call it Snapchat. Uh, his mother alleged. <clears throat> Rumors of the inappropriate relationship quickly swirled at Holly Hill Academy, a private Christian. Uh, I would prefer their bailiff if you would say allegedly. All right. Uh, Alleged. I don't necessarily agree that these were inappropriate. So alleged. Rumors of the allegedly inappropriate relationship quickly swirled at at Holly Hills Academy, a private Christian prep school that runs uh, pre-K through 12th grade. Administrators contacted police on uh, November 8th. Holly Hill Academy was made aware last week of allegations regarding an inappropriate relationship between a staff member and the upper school uh, or the upper school student. The administration immediately contacted law enforcement and continues to work cooperatively with them as they investigate the allegations. Head of the school, Brandy Molinax, wrote in a letter to the parents. Anderson was swiftly fired from her teaching position on her LinkedIn page, the alleged pervert alleged exactly (laughs) described herself as very passionate about children. As long as she's sucking their dicks. Oh, sorry. It's a fair point. Oh, that's not really there. No, I, I, I I kind of don't be trying to influence the uh, judge here in a positive way there, bailiff. (laughs) I am currently a stay-at-home mom looking for some home opportunities to help support my family. Um, Judge, let's see, blah, blah, blah. She was also banned from having contact with the boy she allegedly sexually abused by her family. Yeah. 
I, I, you can play the bumper. Sorry about that, Judge. It's time for sentencing from Judge Aiken. Now, see, here's how this way lays out here, Bailiff. All right. <laughs> if there's one thing that Judge Aiken absolutely can't stand, it's liars. Okay. And if there's one thing that Judge Aiken will, will give the most leniency to, it's people that tell the truth. All right. Let's be honest. Let's look at this girl here. We're looking at her picture. She's here in the courtroom. She's fucking a gorgeous. She, of course, is not guilty here. She did not ruin anybody's life. She did not ruin that kid's life. Her sucking that kid's cock or bending over and giving him that booty hole did not ruin that kid's life Judge, in any way, shape, or form. Would you say he, she enhanced his... Uh, Absolutely his, did. She enhanced his uh, existence. She taught him not to be a fruit. She taught him to be a man. Right. She, of course, is not guilty. But that doesn't stop this sentencing because the mother is definitely going to do time for lying to this court that this that this beautiful innocent uh young lady that was just trying to help raise her man to, or her child to be a man right uh she said that she that he ruined her she ruined his life that is an untruth that is a lie in my courtroom <laughs> I will not allow that to stand. It's perjury. It is perjury. So for the mother, 30 years in confinement. <laughs> but I'm not done. All right. I'm not done. I further do not like a rush to judgment. So I would like the administrator of the school that just fired her on a whim without hearing my ruling. <laughs> I would like them to serve five years time for, for firing this young lady that was just trying to enhance this young man's life. For collusion. For collusion. Exactly right. For five years. Five years for the school administrator. 30 years for the mom. <laughs> the judge has ruled. That's right. All right. Next up on the docket, uh, Judge Aiken. A Gridley unify, Unified School District teacher was arrested on Monday after reports were made of explicit images of the teacher circulating among students, according to the Gridley Police Department. Michelle Solis, S-O-L-I-S, Michelle S-O-L-I-S, mm -hmm. is, fa is facing a felony charge of unlawful sexual intercourse with a minor under the age of 16, as she allegedly is having sexual relationship with the former student. I'm sorry. Did you say how old she was, by the way? Uh, it did not indicate how old she is. What, is she about 75? <laughs> it does not say. Okay. The GUSD superintendent, Justin Kern, provided a statement to uh, Fox 40 saying that the 
district work with investigators and place the teacher on administrative leave uh, the day of the first allegation. Uh, I'd just like to stop you there for a minute, Bailiff, just to point something out. All right. With Remember that last case we just tried? Yes. You notice how this administrator just put her on leave, did not fire her immediately. Right. It's a good play. Stays right. out of jail. Right. Stays out of jail. Sure. Okay. Um, Kern's statement continues, I am shattered to have to address the situation of the nature such actions erode confidence uh, in our schools and with our staff while causing a, a great disruption in many personal relationships throughout our community. The safety and the well-being of our children will always be the primary concern of this district and appropriate measures will be taken to ensure this priority is addressed. According to the police, a uh, parent contacted the school district about the rumored inappropriate images of Solis being shared among the students. An investigation was initiated by the police and the Butte County District Attorney's Office, which allegedly found that sharing of explicit images and uncovered Solis' alleged relationship with a minor. Solis has been a teacher with the GUSD for 20 years. As the investigation is going, police are asking any parents or guardians of the current or the former students with information about the current investigation or other potential vic victims to come forward. C-U-M. Exactly. Um... It's time for sentencing from Judge Aiken. Uh, Bailiff, do you know what our district's uh, minimums and maximums are for granny porn? <laughs> Judge, I, I am uh, ignorant of that, so uh, you'll have to enlighten me. All right. I'm going to have to. I mean, look, she didn't really fuck anybody. As far as I can tell, right? She just sent pictures around? Yeah, she, she sent, quote, unquote, inappropriate pictures. So inappropriate pictures, that's something, I guess. It's not something this kid couldn't find on Pornhub on his cell phone. Uh, she doesn't look very good, though. Well, well, it is a... A mugshot, though, Judge. So she that's had true. Time to make herself up and you know put a little makeup on, fix up that hair. But uh, looking at her, she looks like she might be in her mid forties. Yeah, as I say, mid forties, early fifties. Really didn't touch anybody. This is a tougher case. She definitely looks like she's been ridden hard, thrown away, wet. Or thrown away really dry, as the case may be. Um, man, I, it's a tough one. There's a part of me that just looks at her and wants to throw the book at her, but that's not really fair. She's not hideous. I'm going to go. Suspended sentence with a bag over her head for 10 years. <laughs> so she's got to be like the, uh, the uh, unknown comic? Yes, 
for 10 years. <laughs> 10 years is the unknown comic. <laughs> but she can be out in public. She does not have to do jail time, just bag time. Right. And I think it should say shame across the top. So she, so she's got to wear the the red the scarlet letter of shame on her yes. bag. Yes. So she's got to wear she's got to wear an A, A and P grocery bag That's on right. her head, like the unknown comic, but wear shame just like the That's scarlet right. letter, like like uh, Esther Prynne. That's right. She's wearing the bag of shame. All right. I think that's fair. All right, fair she enough. She didn't touch anybody, for God's sakes. No. She just showed her. She just showed her juicy cooter at her age. Somehow, I'm thinking it ain't that juicy. <laughs> A little cobweb action there. Sahara. <laughs> All, right. All right, Judge. Uh, the next one on the docket. A Northern California middle school teacher was arrested Monday on suspicion of having sex with one of her former students and having explicit photographs of the teen. The investigation started after parents shared rumors about the students having inappropriate photographs of Gridley Unified. Uh, I think this is the one we just it's the did. same one. Yeah. yeah, this is the one. All right. I got to got to go to the next one here. Sorry, Judge. That's all right, Bailiff. I'm not, I'm not as organized as I should be. It's a long, stressful day. It is. I agree. All right. Let's see here. What do we got here? Um, uh, Well, that one went nowhere. That link is no good. All right. I got to go to the next one here. Some of these are old cases, Judge, because it's been a while. We've had a backlog here at the the court. It has been. It's been a while. All right. Let's see here. What else we got? Um, all right. Let's see what this one brings up. Okay. Uh, the internet is not being kind to me tonight, Judge. God damn it. <laughs> I want to get these predators either off the street or back to the road. All right. Here we go. All right. All right. Um, let's see here. Let's see here. What are we at? Uh, a female teacher allegedly sent nudes to a 16-year-old student, then invited him over for sex while her husband was out of town. All right, all right. I like it so far. I mean, this is interesting so far. <laughs> this this um, defendant's name is Ricky, R-I-K-K-I. Okay. Lynn, L-Y-N-N. Okay. Laughlin, L-A-U-G-H-L-I-N. She's 24, Judge. She sent the explicit photos to the boy at St. James School in Missouri, where Laughlin worked as a special education teacher. All right. The married mother of one faces uh, six felony charges for allegedly pursuing the 16-year-old sending him porn, pornographic images and soliciting photos from him. I'm just going to tell her I, she looks a little nervous in my courtroom. There's <laughs> not a lot to be nervous about here, ma'am. All right. Laughlin married Grant Laughlin, 23, in June of 2022. So she's fairly newly married. Well, that doesn't matter to me at all. 
And the pair have a one-year-old daughter, Judge. That's unfortunate. I mean, <laughs> wholesome. The teacher posted frequently on her social media accounts where she shared snaps of her spending time with her baby and her husband riding a 16-year-old dick. Oh, sorry. Riding horses, posing with rifles, and waving the Trump flag. Waving the Trump flag? She's waving the Trump flag. Oh, well, that might require a different ruling. Well, she's from Missouri after all, Judge. Okay, so that's okay. The interactions between Laughlin and the student took place mostly over Snapchat, where she allegedly sent him an explicit video of her performing a sex act. Do we have that video for the um, for my ruling? For evidence? Yeah. The alleged victim claimed that they had also kissed and said that things progressed fast and she had reached out to him on Snapchat. Laughlin invited him over to her family home while her husband was out of town to have sex. The teen told cops he made excuses to not meet a faggot for sex at her house because he did not feel comfortable. The After, kid did this? The, well, this is, I'm going to reread this. Laughlin invited him over to her family home while her husband was out of town to have sex. Okay. The, the teen told the cops... He made excuses to not meet Laughlin for sex at her house because he did not feel comfortable. Not even once? I'm just reading what he said, Judge. All right, all right. Interesting. After Interesting. people began talking at school, Laughlin became worried and asked the student to delete all the pictures that they exchanged. Oh, boy. Telling uh, that she could go to jail if the images and the videos were discovered. After and he said, what, too late? My dad's already jerking <laughs> off to him? <laughs> After the school district that the employee, Laughlin, reported the relationship, a detective visit, vid, visited the student at his home, and they were able to find some of the nude photographs and explicit content that had that had been exchanged. Uh, Marie's County Sheriff's Office made a probable cause statement alleging that Laughlin did not deny receiving the photos, but insisted that the student had initiated their inappropriate relationship. Well, there you have it then. Laughlin claimed, I was not aware he was a minor until yesterday. The age of the consent in Missouri is 17. After Laughlin gave cops permission to search through her phone, the detective found a video like the one that the 16-year-old had described. Mm. And she's a teacher? Yeah, she's a teacher at the uh, Missouri school. And she didn't realize that her student was underage. Apparently not. Judge. Okay, I understand.
It's time for sentencing from Judge Aiken. Well, you see, Bailiff, this this one is actually not terribly difficult. All right. I, I mean, it's obvious. She just didn't understand what was going on. It's a mis it's a misconception of age. She made a mistake. It wasn't on purpose. All right. Clearly, clearly, she mistook this kid in her class that she was teaching as an adult. Okay. That happens. Okay. And I mean, look at look at how wholesome she looks here. I'm looking at this picture. I'm thinking that tongue has never reached on a, onto a dick. Never. <laughs> right? I mean, she looks very wholesome there, doesn't she? Um, I think what's going to be required here is not a sentence of any kind. We don't need to put her away. I think she needs to have some intense counseling, probably six months worth of counseling, in Judge Eakin's chambers. All right. That is my ruling. All right. Fair enough, Judge. <laughs> Who are we to question your uh, wisdom and your judgment? I'm trying to do the best for the community there, Bailiff. I am sure you are, Judge. I really am. Uh, somebody in the um, somebody in the um, courtroom has a question. Okay. Where in the fuck were these wonderful self selfless pussies giving teachers when we were in school? <laughs> I don't know the answer. I, I I never encountered any one of these. Me either. It's tragic and sad, really. <laughs> I would have liked to. Yeah, this was th this this just went beyond. Uh, you know, this never went on during my time in school. Mine either. Somehow, unfortunately, would have been a good learning lesson. Sure, it has. All right, uh, let me see here. What's next on the docket here? I uh, Let me see. What what do I got here? Um, uh, I'm sorry, Judge. Uh, Jade Barry, J-A-D-E, Barry, B-E-R-R-Y, 27, drunkenly approach the lad as she chatted to a pal in the nature reserve. Okay. This is a drunk dental receptionist sexually assaulting a boy who was 13 in a park before exposing herself. Well, uh, she's an interesting case here. Uh, step a little closer, ma'am. <laughs> I need to take a better look. <laughs> All right. Barry sat between them before stroking the teen's privates over mm -hmm. his clothing, then offering him sex. Well. Hmm. As the lads got up to go, she exposed herself and passed out. Yep, that's her. Okay. It's amazing what makeup can do. Yeah, no kidding. You take off those glasses, you put on some mascara, some eyeliner, put some lipstick on, and you become like a vixen as a as opposed to some kind of a yeah. you know, some kind of a liberal Yeah, instead of Rose McGowan's ugly sister. Exactly. Jesus. When she got home, the boy told his mum who called the cops. 
Barry was traced after leaving her bank card and phone on the bench. Wow. Whoops. She really must have been hammered. She was hammered and very excited about that 13-year-old boy. Apparently so. Barry, who had uh, binged on white wine, said later, Oh, my God, I do not recall anything. Can be right. a memory syndrome there, Judge. Yeah, she was she was bombed on white claws. That does make a difference in my ruling. Well, white wine is what she was drinking. All right. She faced uh, jail time, according to Judge Aiken's courtroom. She was also ordered to uh, wear an electronic sobriety tag for 120 days as part of her alcohol abstinence monitoring program. Ah, good, good. You have to complete 35 rehabilitation activity days. Okay. Um, she has to register as a sex offender on the sex offenders list for 10 years. We may change that. The incidents occurred on October 3rd last year as Barry was making her way through the 300 acre nature reserve after drinking heavily with friends. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's amazing. The difference in the look. I'm having a hard time believing they're the same person. Well, I could see the difference, but boy, I'll tell you what, alcohol just does amazing things. Yeah, it does. Uh, she was unknown. Uh, let's see here. Uh, James Coutts, uh, prosecuting said that the victim was seated on a bench in Woodland when the defendant approached him. She was unknown to him and was clearly intoxicated. She sat between the two boys and began to touch and rub his genitals and the upper area of his thighs over his clothes while making highly inappropriate and sexualized comments. Mm -hmm. Now, ladies, if you don't understand why guys like to get you all drunked up, it's because you're pretty frigid bitches until you get drunk. Yeah. She said she was going to ride him till morning. <laughs> To a 13-year-old. That's what she said. She was mm. going to ride him till morning. Yeah. Okay. They had, in fact, been talking uh, previously about his upcoming 14th birthday. Oh, she's going to blow out his candle. <laughs> and it was uh, quite clear to them she knew how old he was. The boy sure. almost immediately left, leaving her on the bench. She removed her clothing and exposed her pussy wow and her buttocks before passing out this was in the street this was apparently on a park bench nice i mean that's a terrible crime <laughs> they did take a video of the scene the victim went home and told his mother who uh, contacted the police the officers uh, attended the scene and found her bank card and her phone by the time the officers arrived she had left the area but she was arrested on october 5th the uh, court heard that the victim had tried to commit suicide and also suffered night terrors which had caused him to wet the bed the kid the kid haggard haggard I don't think that's fair, Judge or um, Bailiff, because 
I, I would agree with you fully with the faggot if it was dressed like the right the right <laughs> side of the picture. Left side, I could see that leaving me wanting to wet the bed a little bit too. Right. <laughs> kind of scary. Okay. Pre, uh, Barry had the previous conviction for driving drunk in 2021. Her counsel told her uh, she sadly suffered from a mental health problem since the age of 15 or 16, and COVID was partially a diff- was difficult time for her. Mm-hmm. She had self-destructive nature, and because of her nature, she had turned to alcohol to deal with her issues, and she now realizes that it is not the answer to her problems. It seems that her alcohol intoxication may have led her into doing uh, and committing this offense. There is genuine uh, heartfelt remorse, and she shows victim empathy. Ah. Sentencing uh, by Judge Aiken uh, said, I must have to regard whether or not uh, you, you're present at risk of serious harm to members of the public by the commission of further specific offenses. In your case, the collusion uh, is that such a, is at such a low risk. I accept that there is genuine heartfelt remorse. On one hand, there is sexual assault on a young person by someone who is 27 year, years of age and is plainly a serious matter. Ah. That's what that other judge said. That's not what I said. Right. right. It's time for sentencing from Judge Aiken. All right, bailiff, there's a lot to unwrap here. Um, first so, and foremost, before you get to your point sure. here, which, sure. which, which, uh, are you going to rule on? Are you ruling on we'll, the girl on the right? Or are you ruling on the girl on the left? We'll get to that. All right. We will get to that before we get to that though. All right. As somebody that also suffered from COVID <laughs> and is an alcoholic like no other. All right. I've never had that feeling where I needed to rub up a 13-year-old's junk. Okay. Neither neither situation caused that caused me to do that. So that's a little suspicious to me. Just a little suspicious here. Um I can't imagine that if the um if this person dolled herself up like on the right that she'd have any problems finding any dick to stick. Sure. On the left? Quite honestly, I don't think she'd have that much of a problem. Maybe a little, but not that much. She's not attractive, but bars are open late. So, uh, as far as who am I sentencing here, I'm gonna I'm gonna sentence them both together, even though they are looking like two different people. I'm gonna sentence them as one. Yeah, well, they are they are one and the same. Yeah, but they're but they're so drastically different. I gotta I gotta take both sides and then kind of split the difference here. The one in the right, not guilty, of course, because look at her. <laughs> good teeth, good eyes, yeah. hair, good, good facial features, good looking. Exactly. 
The one on the left. And I haven't forgotten the white clause. I haven't forgotten that. That is that is uh, extra sentencing there. You say white white wine. I'm saying she was doing cans of white claws. I'm not thinking. I'm thinking she was doing generic shitty white wine. All right. I got to give her ten years. So I'm going to split the difference here. I'm going to go five years for her, and I'm going ten years for this faggot kid. <laughs> Stop whining to your mom because you got your dick rubbed. <laughs> exactly. What's wrong with you? You got your dick rubbed by potentially the girl on the right. Maybe a drunk version of her, but you still got the girl on the right. Accept it, come, and move forward. Jesus. Mommy, she rubbed my dick. <laughs> yeah, you go to you do more time than her, you fag. <laughs> Ten years. <laughs> All right, Judge. All right, I got one that Judge we've we've covered on the Classic Metal Show, which you've been a a, a fan of and a participant of. Sure. Uh, this one is an interesting case, and and I would not want to be in your chambers or in your shoes to try to decide this one. Okay. Uh, this one has a couple of twists to it. All right. A Salt Lake City school teacher is speaking about her true passion. Okay. Being a furry. Oh, boy. <laughs> okay. Judge, I don't want you to have any preconceived ideas about this because I was revealing to you what her true passion is. All right. I'll I'll go into this open-minded. All right. When, she, when she's not helping shape the next generation in the classroom flint 22 dresses up in a homemade costume and identifies as a dutch angle or angel dragon rather flint well i'll give you her full name here all right please do uh in an interview with uh caters on friday flint revealed that she's been Hiding her fruzona. I guess that's a word now. Fruzona. She's a furry, so it's called Furzona, like a persona, but a fursona. Exactly. Ugh. Due to her negativity that surrounds the uh, subculture, furries famously enjoy dressing up as cartoonish animals, sometimes as a sexual fetish but more often as a fun escape. It's estimated that at least 250,000 people in the U.S. identify as furries. Death! <laughs> oh, we're not ruling on all of them? We're not done yet. All right, I thought we were ruling on all of them. No, this, is just, this is just Flint's case. Okay. I don't talk about it much, Flint admitted. Just because there is unfortunately still a negative connotation to the hobby. The crafty preschool teacher even makes costumes for fellow furries and sells them online at $1,200 a piece. Okay. Uh, uh, let me see. I'm trying to find her full name here. Uh, so you can look her up. <laughs> All right. Uh, let me see here. There's a lot of different pictures on here. Uh, um, 
me see here. They just call her Flint. Well, throw me the throw me the uh, docket, and I'll um, pull it up over here. Okay. I will shoot this over to you, and you can just <laughs> look at it for yourself, Judge. I'll pull it up here on the bench. All right. Let's see here, Judge Aiken. All right, there you are, Judge. I will send this to you. And you can kind of figure it out for yourself. Okay. Um, I don't want to pre-conceive what you're thinking here, but uh, I, I don't think things are going to turn out well for Flint. Okay. I picked up the hobby in the winter of 2020, but ever since I was 12, I've done cosplay and made costumes, she said. I've always uh, made clothes for myself. My mom taught me how to sew very on early on. I wanted to challenge myself so online i was looking around and i saw other people making these things the teacher said she initially thought furries were really weird and avoided labeling herself as such and even though she loved dressing up as an animal now the utah native says she finally embraced the label and has found the courage to go public i began to reflect uh, on myself and realized that i was probably a furry because I wanted one of the costumes. Uh, she explained, so I drove in, I dove in and made myself a character because I just wanted to give it a try. And now that I'm here, I just kind of figured out that I am having a lot of fun doing it. Okay. Uh, from the very beginning of the fandom, there was a misinformation. TV and media have not uh, understood what our hobby is and then assumed and projected other things onto us. Last year, the furry subculture hit headlines after the Michigan school district was forced to deny reports that they put a litter box in one of the bathrooms for kids who identify as furries. Earlier this year, a Japanese man became a world's most uh, famous furry after revealing he dressed up as a dog named taco uh, uh while many assume that all members of the furry subculture engage in strange sexual practices or harbor bizarre kinks most furries dress up as animals as an innocent escape that fosters creativity and commonality i see got it so this this uh, gal is a furry, and she has been known to, uh, you know, violate mm. younger people. Okay. Fair enough. It's time for sentencing from... Judge Aiken. I didn't catch it in your evidence there, Bailiff, but um, do we have a list of the people that she sold costumes to by any chance? No, we have not. It's just that uh, she's a teacher by day and she's a furry by night. And this is why she said she not should not be judged. All right. Well, she should be judged, and she's about to be judged. All right, by Judge Aiken. And it ain't going to be pretty.
All right. Just like her. Um, yeah, she's she's horrendous. And any any sexual contact that she would have without the costume would be life-changing in the most horrific way ever. Putting on the costume, even worse. So I am going to sentence her and anybody that's in that's listed in her phone book and her phone book on her phone. Right? Cuz I'm going to assume they're all furries too. They are sentenced to have these furry costumes glued to them so they can't take them off and be shipped to the Gaza Strip. Wow, that's pretty harsh, judge. Yes. It is. That's what she deserves. Oh. Send her to the Gaza Strip. If she gets out of it, if, she, if if they can get out of it without dying, so be it. I'm going to let them I'm going to let them kind of let them kind of work their way through this one a little bit. Sure. I think that's only fair, don't you? Well, again, I I can't make these judgments, uh, judge. I am not in your position as a judge and right. as an esteemed lawmaker or sure. you know, someone who That's uh, what I went to school for. Right. Of course. <laughs> All right, do we have one more there, um, bailiff? We do. All we right. Do. And I, I don't know what you're going to think about this one, Judge, but okay. uh, I'm going to read this one. Uh, this is right in your backyard, Judge. Okay. A 24-year-old woman who has worked for the National Youth Advocate Program has been arrested for allegedly having sex on multiple occasions with a boy she counseled. Ah. Uh, the records indicate a concerned mother contacted the police on uh, September 27th after finding text messages of her 13-year-old son's phone between the boy and Peyton, P-A-Y-T-O-N, Shires, S-H-I-R-E-S, of Mount Sterling, uh, Ohio, said the Columbus Dispatch. Peyton Shires is your... Uh, I see her. It's her defendant's name. She looks very much like somebody else that was in our courtroom a little earlier. <laughs> the mother suggested something inappropriate was happening between her son and Miss Shires after seeing messages asking if he had deleted the video and asking if his mom had seen the videos or the messages. Ah. Upon executing a forensic evaluation of the boy's cell phone, police reportedly found a video of the boy and his counselor engaging in sexual conduct. I see. The boy told the detectives that he had sex with his counselor in various places in the Columbus region on numerous occasions and enjoyed every minute of it. Understood. <laughs> Shires reported later admitting on a three-way phone call with the boy's mother and the detectives to engaging in sexual activity with the 13-year-old boy. Okay. Uh, a SWAT team member with the Columbus Division of Police took Shires into custody Friday without incident. 
According to Franklin County Sheriff's Department Division of Corrections, Shires was charged on her birthday with third-degree felony unlawful sexual conduct of a minor, a defendant uh, 10 or more years older than the victim, who is charged with thusly and convicted in Ohio, can serve up to five years if Judge Aiken so deems. She may yet face additional charges if Judge Aiken deems. Shires appeared uh, Saturday at Franklin County Municipal Court where Judge Aiken uh, set her bond at $500,000 bail. Uh, police told WBNS that Shires, who was licensed to become a social worker in June and has child abuse and neglect in her bio, served as a counselor for the National Youth Advocate Program. The NYAP states that on its website that it offers flexible, creative outcome-based solutions to meet unique needs of the communities we serve and the individual needs of the youth and the families involved in our programs. The New York Post noted that it remains unclear if Shires had been assigned to the boy through the NYAP. However, the organization, which has offices in Columbus, said in a statement Protecting children is everybody's responsibility. The National Youth Advocate Program is saddened by the situation involving one of our former employees ah. and younger persons served in our organization. Very sad. It is very sad, Judge. So we are waiting for your judgment on this situation. All right. It's time for sentencing from Judge Aiken. Now, you see, I want to be fair here, dear bailiff. All right. Taking a look at this, this, um, this young lady, I mean, we can't overlook the good that she's done previous and what, with all the counseling. And what good has she done, Judge? She's counseled other people on, on sexual abuse. All right. She's done good work. Okay can't overlook that we also can't overlook that rack <laughs> we really can't and let's face it you know I, I was doing a little bit of extra research here and look at this photo right here this tells you everything you need to know where is it at here this one I mean look she's clearly sorry she is especially she with that large sleeve tattoo on her right arm i'm sure she got that in a you know a mistake i'm sure it's to cover up a scar that she got in a car accident or something emotional scars yes emotional scars the emotional <laughs> loads needed to be covered right but look at the sadness there she's yeah, clearly she, sorry well she's clearly remorseful very clearly and i mean she's not that old she's 24 how old was the kid? 13? He was 11 years younger, Judge. 11 years? Practically classmates, for God's sakes. Practically classmates. Not guilty on all charges. All right. Very good. Free or give her $500,000 back. 
right. Excellent, Judge. I uh, appreciate your rulings. I know you're always fair and honest. Try to be. And I know that, uh, you know, the, the fans of the show appreciate your honesty and your, your impartiality. Well, I'm glad I can uh, provide them with a little bit of um, a little bit of solace that their kids are in good hands. Exactly. So with that, Judge, I think that's going to wrap up the uh, 2023 edition of the Classic Metal Show. Look at that. Wow. We are so donezo. We have. A whole year has gone by. A whole 12 months have gone by. We are going to go away for a couple of weeks. We're going to uh, greet you in 2024. That's right. And uh, the judge has ruled. He is, his rules are final. That's right. And uh, he should have a good Christmas with the, uh, you know, the accolades he'll receive from the plaintiffs or the uh, defendants, rather. And I do have that one that's going to be here for some counseling. <laughs> exactly. So. so, all right. Well, we appreciate everybody who's tuned in through the last 12 months and right. who's hung out with us and oh, yeah. supported the show. And hey, is- but before we get completely yeah. out of here. Yes. I would like to um, just talk very briefly okay. about one sad thing, because we won't be here to talk about it when it's live. Okay. But uh, what, a week and a half from now is the one-year anniversary of our friend Bob Nalbandian passing that away. That is true. And I want to make sure that everybody throws a drink up for Mr. Nalbandian or goes to Tubi or Hulu or wherever the fuck it is and watches one of the Inside Medals. You know, show show Bob a little bit of love, uh, you know, po- posthumous love, because he's a, he was is a good friend, and I I don't know about you, but I miss him pretty much every fucking day. Yeah, well, again, he's he comes to mind quite often. Uh, I um, I get the alerts for Nam, who is back on a uh, normal schedule. Sure, which, which Nam this year is like I think it's January twenty. 20- through the 28th right i i bought my um my passes for nam i okay. i don't i'm not going but okay. when i bought my passes just to keep my membership active sure nam for me which i've attended over many years will never be the same agree without uh the pied piper known as bob nobandian he led myself and our good friend uh, Toby and, you know, our whole cavalcade of characters through the halls of Nam, and stopped and talked to everybody. He knew everybody. Yeah. And for me to go to Nam on a, on a yearly basis, I, again, I don't know when I'll ever go back again. Because, right. Because Bob was such a big part of attending them because Bob was just sort of like the, he was the linchpin Yeah, when it came to attending these situations. And now that he's gone, it's, it's just not the same. I agree, man. Just not the same. I, I would like to go back to Nam again because it's a good time. It's, you know, three or four days of, you know, hanging out with, your ilk of people, the mm-hmm. the hard rockers, the musicians, 
because most of the people who are what I want to what I want to refer to are the the people that we like who make the type of music that we like here on the classic metal show. Right. That is like their home on a, on a yearly basis, Mm -hmm. but without Bob, it's just not the same. Yeah. Dude. I I've been thinking about Bob. I I mean, I always do anyway, because you know, even just going through my phone, when I'm looking at my phone number, his number comes up. I haven't taken it out of my phone. I haven't taken out his text (laughs) messages. Yeah, me either. I text him on Christmas, you know, a year ago. Sure. And I still all have all of his text messages. Mm -hmm. uh, Yeah. It's it's really, it's such a bummer, you know, that, I mean, he was young and it is such a bummer that even at, at a year, it's like, you know, obviously I went to Metallica last month and, and I'm like, Man, you know who would have been the first call I would have made on the way home would have been Bob to talk about Metallica. And, and you know, instead I just was like, yeah, nope, not doing that. You know, I mean, it, it just, it, it's a bummer, man. It, it, it's one, you know, I, I made no bones about it at the time. It shook me up really hard. It still shakes me up really hard that he's gone, but I, I just don't want people to forget him or just think that well he was just some fucking guy that used to call into the cms from time to time and we knew bob for a lot of years i know you never met him i never met him in person which sucks but but i hung out with bob on many occasions i went Mm -hmm. out uh debuts or the the screenings of the inside medals i went out to several of those obviously i hung out with bob during you know, I went out to Nam for five or six years and, you know, went to dinner with, with Bob and yeah. hung out with him. And, you know, it, it was always a good time. And Absolutely. That, that's just something that will never be replaced. Agree. Never be replaced. No, totally agree, man. It's, it's really, really a bummer. And I don't mean to end the show on a bummer. I just no, was like it's not a bummer. It's just celebrating uh, Bob's life. Bob yeah. was a great guy. He was a big part of the CMS. He It's a big loved, part of metal. Well, he loved what we did. Yeah. And he was a big part of metal and you know, he contributed heavily to the stuff that we love. Yes. And I mean, uh to to have that guy gone was is devastating. It is because it just, it just ended a lot of great things that I personally was involved with. Right. And with the show and with the, the inside metal series and with me attending the NAM conventions and all that other stuff. So mm-hmm. I, I contribute a lot of my um, involvement with the music business with Bob Numbandian. Yeah. Because he was a big part of all that absolutely you know so there was a lot of people that we personally are involved with that uh were fans of bob and knew him well mm-hmm. whether it's our friend uh nader the priest or don dockin or or uh gary holt or carrie mm-hmm. king or any one of these people marty freeman yeah. yeah he knew all these people yeah I mean, he knew it, everybody it, he knew introduced a he introduced us to a, a lot of those people as well. Yep. He did. So our, our common, our common, um, uh, association was Bob Nelbandian. Yeah. 
Yep, it is. It's just really sad. And it is sad. A year later, I don't feel no better. Nope. Not not one ounce better about like okay, well, time has passed. Or no, I still feel like shit that Bob is not here. It yeah. really really bugs me. And 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 again, you know, uh, this was something actually I was thinking about this week that uh, you know I I you had told me on you know the QT that. Uh, he had revealed to you that he was very ill. Right. Mm -hmm. And you did not, after all of our years of friendship, never revealed to that to me once. He told me not to. I know. And you honored your word. And I, yeah. I don't, I don't begrudge you that he, he asked you not to, and you, you honored that. And yeah. I appreciate that. But, you know, I remember Christmas day last year, you mm -hmm. said you better contact Bob and, you know, wish him a happy, you know, a, a Merry Christmas or whatever, because I honestly don't think he has very long. Right. And you I was like, what are you talking about? And it's like, well, Bob's been pretty sick. And I was like, really? I had no idea. And within five days he was gone. Yeah. I mean, he didn't want anybody to know. I mean. Dude, it was weird because I, I think I was his one friend that was at home, you know, and he was traveling. He was getting his chemo and then he was traveling like, like he was getting his chemo in LA, but then he was traveling back to San Francisco after the chemo a lot of times. So he would call me just because he needed somebody to talk to more or less to keep him awake and, uh you know, to get through it. And he didn't want to talk about illness. So he would call me and we would talk for hours, man, about metal and about, you know, you remember that tour here and, you know, how do you know Davey Vane there? You know, it was just bullshit, but it was, but it was good, you know, and it was, it was cool. And I learned so much about the history of heavy metal from Bob in those last couple of months, just because he told me some really, you know, kind of rare stories that nobody had ever told me anyway. Yeah, I, I mean, and and yeah, I it, it was a, the only people that I knew that knew were myself and Matt, Matt Hartnett, because Matt was obviously real close with Bob as well. Um, and Bob just wasn't telling anybody, man. I mean, you know, and, and he he really said it to me a couple times. He's like, I don't want you to tell anybody. I don't want it to slip and be on, on the radio. I don't want nothing. I don't want anybody feeling bad for me, you know? And that was Bob. That was how Bob truly was. And yeah, when he passed, man, I was like, I knew it was coming. And when Matt called me and told me it, I was like, how can this fucking be happening? I just didn't want to believe it. You know, it, it was crazy. And much like you, when I told you and you were like, what the fuck are you talking about? Bob is sick. You know, I had the distinct displeasure of telling David Ellison that he passed. And I told David, I called him and I told him and, and he was like, what the fuck are you talking about? What happened? He thought he was in a car crash or something. Right. Because right. nobody knew that Bob was sick. But yeah, I mean, and, and, I, and again, I don't want to end on this horrible note, but I just want to say. You know, I miss that guy a lot, and I don't want people to forget him. That's that's the only reason I brought it up was we're going out. We're not going to be on the air when, when the actual anniversary is, which is the 30th. So 
if you guys would be so kind as to listen to an old podcast of Bob's or watch one of the Inside Metals on Tubi or whatever, just to kind of remember this guy. Because we don't want this guy's memory to go away. Want it to stay strong, you know, because anytime you listen to Metallica, part of that reason is because of Bob Nalbandian. Anytime you listen to fucking uh, Megadeth. Or Armored Saint. Or Armored Saint, but especially Megadeth. I mean, he put Marty in Megadeth. He put Marty in Megadeth. Bob Nalbandian did. So this is not just a guy that we know. This is a guy that helped form everything that we have today as far as a heavy metal community. So just keep him in your thoughts here as we come up on the year of his uh, of his passing. All right? All right. I agree. And that's All right. Well, since we mentioned mentioned Armored Saint, I, I would like to go out with an Armored Saint tune. All right. And real one more real quick one real quick before you do. Yes. One last quick rest in peace. Ken Herb. Yeah. Shock Paris, man. Ken, Ken Herb of Shock Paris, the Cleveland band. Yeah. I think he was 58 or something. 56. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, he was younger. He was younger than me and a, just a tad older than you. Yeah. And we had him on the CMS when we did the um the uh Cleon thing. Yeah, we did. We had him and him and Vic Hicks on. Yep. You know. And I knew Ken, I've known Ken for 30 fucking years or whatever. Never, never knew the guy until that point when we interviewed him and yeah. uh and um Nineteen, whatever it was. Yeah, no, it was seventeen. I think. was it that long ago. Jesus, yeah, it's been a while. It's already yeah. been five years. Yeah, Jesus Christ, son of a bitch. Yeah, but yeah, rest in peace, friend. And you know, great guy, great metal fan. Do we know uh, what happened to him? I have not heard. I haven't heard, and honestly, I haven't. I the the only people that I know that know Ken real well are like people that know him real well. To where I don't want to be like, hey, what happened? You know, like they're they're all, they're pretty much family people. Sure. So I'm I don't want to be that guy. Hey, what happened, man? You know, I'll wait and it'll come out. But yeah, just a sad another sad one, unreal. But so rest in peace, Ken. Rest in peace, Bob. Rest in peace, CMS people. Till January. All right. Well. Since I want to end with the uh, Armored Saint, yes. do, you, do you have an Armored Saint song that uh, you deem appropriate to end 2023 with? If I say dropping like flies, am I an asshole? <laughs> Is that the one you really <clears throat> No, it's not. Go with Rain of Fire. Just go with Rain of Fire. That works. All right. All right. Well, we're going to get out of here. We'll be back in a couple of weeks and it's been a fast year, man. It's just been ridiculously fast. Amen. I mean, I, 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 I sit here, you know, I've often sat here and go, where the hell did this whole year go? I know it went quick. I mean, it, it just flew by for me. Yeah, me too. I, I can't tell you if it, you know, I can't, say that it was that like that for you but for it me, was it was just holy shit very quick yeah it was way too fast yep 
But uh, anyway, for uh, everybody who's tuned into the Classic Metal Show, we thank you. Anyone who's uh, contributed to the Classic Metal Show through our articles <coughs> and all that good stuff. And to our good friend, Bob Nelbandian, who was very instrumental with our good friends uh, from uh, Armored Saint. Yes. You know, we, we miss you, Bob. And we'll be back in a couple of weeks. So uh, until, what, January? What is the... Sixth or eighth or something? Yeah, which is the 29th year anniversary of the CMS. Yeah. Uh, we'll be back. So everybody have a safe and enjoyable holiday. Merry Christmas. Merry New Year's. Merry New Year's. What the hell's wrong with Whatever. That? Happy Merry Hanukkah. New Year. No, Merry New Year. I hate that. I... Merry New Year. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. All that super thing. Kwanzaa. Yeah. Whatever <laughs> that is. What, whatever you celebrate. Yeah. Uh, Happy well, Monday. Whatever. Exactly. Well, we're going to get out of here. We're going to leave you with uh, some armored saint from the symbol of salvation release with rain of fire. So until two weeks from now, this is Neely and my very good friend. Chris Aiken. And we're gone. Bye, kids. See ya. See ya. Support the Classic Metal Show today when you become a show VIP on our Locals page. It only costs $4.99 a month, and it's worth that and so much more. Experience all the real and uncensored talk about everything under the sun, including sex, politics, pop culture, and, of course, heavy metal. Additionally, the CMS Locals page is the spot to get the audio and video episode of the Classic Metal Show commercial-free. Also be on the lookout for episodes of the Classic Metal Show that aren't released anywhere else prize giveaways, and much more. Join us today by visiting classicmetalshow.locals.com. Sign up and take part in the best online spot for the Classic Metal Show. Join today.